Arkansas State continues to lose star players. The MLB finally grew up. The Hogs have a tough matchup ahead, and the NFL is going wild. My name is Will Stafford, and you are listening to Unqualified. As I said, my name is Will Stafford. Welcome to Unqualified, uh, a podcast where two friends um, go, not really, we don't really go head to head, but we give our takes on stories and headlines from around the sports world with absolutely no credibility whatsoever in any of the sports world. Um, So I'm joined here with Austin once again, and this week is packed full of things to talk about. This might be a longer episode than uh, the past few, uh, but we are okay with that because this is going to be fun to talk about. All mm-hmm. of this is going to be fun to talk about. So we're going to start with Arkansas State football. I think that's the best place to start. Of course. Um, so All-American Corey Rucker is transferring. Womp womp. Now, if you don't know who Corey Rucker is, he is probably the best player on the field when uh, yeah. Arkansas State is playing. You live under a rock. Yeah, you, you definitely live on a rock if uh, you don't know who Corey Rucker is. Um, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go over some stats here. So in 2021, 59 uh, receptions for 816 yards. Mm. Uh, that is an average of 13 yards a, a catch. Yeah. Nine touchdowns. Now, here's – I think 2020 is crazier than 2021. I know you're looking at the same thing I'm looking at. Yeah. 16 receptions for 453 yards. Now, if you're not a math whiz, that is almost 30 yards a, 30 yards a catch. Yeah. And he played, I think, in like three or four games. He didn't play the entire season at all. Yeah. So, I, personally, I think this is a good idea for him. For him personally. Like, oh, yeah. We're this trash. is not good for Arkansas State football. <laughs> but for him, this is good because yeah. he is good enough to make it to the NFL. Yeah, he can play um, somewhere. So... All of all of the uh, all of the teams that he has um, that he has personally announced, I have written down. He has four SEC teams offering him, which is a big yeah. deal uh, because the SEC has been running um, college football for a while now. Mm-hmm. So, some teams, just some major teams that that jump out at me are South Carolina, Old Miss, Vanderbilt, and Auburn. Is Vanderbilt a major team? Can we actually call them major? I mean, they're SEC. <laughs> I guess not. I guess we can't. Um, but another one that is going to sound weird is South Alabama. Um, he originally joined South Alabama before he came to Arkansas State, and then he left and came to Arkansas State. And so obviously South Alabama wants him back, especially with how good he's doing um, in Jonesboro. Um, the like really the transfer portal is going crazy for him right now. Um, now I. I mean, you know, one big name is Duke. I mean, Duke is not crazy football, but no, I mean, Duke as a Duke as a as a school, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. Um, Vanderbilt. Now, you also got to look at another reason Vanderbilt <laughs> was a, a big deal for me is because Vanderbilt is kind of like big on they they are they don't care about sports. They are all academic. That is and, knowledge. And so the fact that he is offered Vanderbilt means that whoever gets him is getting a an incredible talent who's also a very smart kid. Duke is the same way. You have to be a smart kid to go to either of those schools. So you're getting a crazy talent, super smart kid, um, who will become a first option no matter where he goes, uh, especially out of those teams. 
I mean, unless you no, out of all of those teams, yeah, because Auburn needs wide receivers. Um, yeah, anywhere you go, anywhere he goes. Virginia Tech is also a big school. Virginia Tech is also a major school. What uh, what um league are they in? Not the NCAA. I mean what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean what um. What what are those called? Sub you can you can call them divisions. Divisions. I was going to say subdivisions, but Virginia Tech. I because I, I forget Virginia Tech is a major school. They they are they are bowl game um contenders all, most years. Mm-hmm. So are we ever gonna are we gonna get an answer? The ACC. Oh, the ACC. That's like uh, the next big. That's like after the SEC. That's a that's a major one uh, in football. So. He's got some major, um, major offers. Uh, I, I didn't even name off all of them. He has roughly, I, I, I'm just gonna eyeball this and say 10, 11, something like that. Probably some really, some, some really good ones. Um, so Corey um, is definitely gonna be missed around here, 100. percent But wherever he goes, they are getting a talent out of him for sure. So um, now we're also. We got to talk about the elephant in the room here. Arkansas State basketball lost by three. Insert crying noise. Yeah. Where? <laughs> um, <laughs> lost by three to Georgia State in round two of the Sun Belt tournament. Um, Norchat, who sadly there are rumors going around that he is transferring. Um, could be. Could be. We don't know. Yeah, we don't really know. As as we said, rumors. Um, we could be hopeful. He had he had 17 rebounds, 21 points. That is a fantastic game. Though. He's so good. He is so good. We are hoping he doesn't transfer. But oh, after after the game, one of the one of the like big NCAA um, analysis said uh, he tweeted and said Norchad Omir take stock now. That's a big deal. Yeah. Do you, what's the name? I don't know. Is it verified account, though? Oh, he was verified for sure. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. He so, was more qualified than we are. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I get it. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there was only one other player in double digits, and that's Caleb Fields. Who is that the one you know? No. I know Caleb London. The oh, other Caleb. Okay, okay. Caleb London's the been other Caleb on the team. He oh. should be back next year. Anyway, Fields had 11 points. Everybody else was below 10, which only two players in double digits is not going to win you games at all. Especially when one of them gets double digits every game anyway. Yeah. So, um, that game, oh man, that's that's very um uh, I thought we had a chance there after Texas State lost. After Texas State lost, I thought we had a chance of winning it all. Yeah, but not the not the national championship, but <laughs> the Sun Belt tournament championship. Red Wolves by ninety. Red Wolves by ninety. <laughs> um, I don't even remember how we, that reminded me. We did make guesses. I think I we said did. us by five. I actually said us by ninety. You did. I remember that. That's why that <laughs> reminded me. I think I said us by five. Um, I was definitely wrong. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Too much. Unfortunately, though, or uh, fortunately, though, we always have next year. I think Desi has one more year of eligibility, definitely, at least, because he left as a junior, didn't he? He left Arkansas as a junior. I think. I think he left as a junior, and, and with uh, COVID, he has an extra year under him. So he will he will probably be here for at least another year. Yep. So um, if Norchad ends up leaving, 
uh, God forbid it. Um, we will, you know, we're going to hope that, um, we're going to hope he comes back. Um, but if, if he does leave, we do still have Desi. We also have Caleb Fields who can shoot lights out. So, um, it's going to be, hopefully it's going to be another good year next year. Cause we went what? 18 and 11 for the regular season. I have no clue. That's not bad. 18 and 11 is not bad. So over 500, over 500 by a good margin. So, um, that's really all on basketball. Um, I feel like I feel like this is a reoccurring theme here with baseball. Um, baseball loses twelve to five against Southern Illinois. Yeah, that game was rough. Um, you were there, weren't you? Yes. For that, that game, that game was was uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes, yeah. That that game it was uh, like thirty degrees. And sleeting the whole time. Oh, it was that game. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's or maybe it's probably worse for you than it yeah, was for it them. Definitely was. But um, or maybe Southern. I think actually Southern Illinois was yesterday, oh. the Wednesday game. I didn't even. What was what was Tuesday's game? Can you look that up? It was some other team. Um. Well, we'll talk while he looks that up. Um. Last night lost twelve to five. <laughs> we were losing twelve to three going into the ninth. Yeah, that was um, yesterday. It was yesterday, the <laughs> that, Southern Illinois that, game? That was yesterday. <laughs> uh, yeah. Jared Toller um, had five at-bats. We talked about him last last episode. Um, who's He's one of the top 20 players coming out of Sunbelt yeah. uh, in baseball. Um, he's on a – I read that he's on a 19-game hitting streak. Yes. Um, he continued it in the ninth. He had struck <laughs> out two other times. And then got walked. Uh, I guess the two other times that he yeah went to uh, up up to bat, um, barely got it, but it was a home run, two RBIs. So, um, if you don't know baseball, that means there was one person on base and he was the other run. Um, who was the other game? I uh, the other game was Semo <laughs> Southeast Missouri. Did, did we win that game? I don't no, remember. No, 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 no. We don't win. We don't win games. Oh, okay. it was a uh, fourteen to six. Not. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was bad, um, oh, but that man. game was the game in the sleet and uh, the wind. The wind helped, though. There was three home runs in that game uh, that I recall. Uh, wow. Yeah. So what? So there's also another theme here that every time Arkansas State baseball loses, they allow double-digit runs every oh, time. It's, it's crazy. So their defense is bad. Okay. So actually, um, last night, the... I, I believe it was the left fielder um, dropped, uh, I want to say, four balls. Four, Same guy? Yeah, four surefire outs, just regular old pop flies, you know, routine plays. Right. Dropped them. That is, as a 14-year baseball player before going to college, that is, you're off the team. You were, yeah, he did get – I mean, he's not off the team, but he got, got replaced. He got, he got benched. <laughs> I would imagine so. Um, another thing I also uh, read is that Arkansas State used nine different pitchers in this game. Oh, our coach just loves using pitchers. That's not good because I, I as a as – a, as a pitcher in my, in my time in baseball – um, that ruins arms. Pitching, pitching your pitchers every other game destroys an arm. Yeah. Um, 
And please explain to me, Justin Medlin throws. He he is in the he is in the game for two innings. Yep. Zero ERA. So strikes good. out five out of the six players mm-hmm. he 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 throws to, yeah. and then he gets taken out. Yeah, I'm so. Uh, honestly, Justin Medlin did great. Right. But the team itself, at that point, I'm sure was already losing, and so instead of you know letting him stay in and using his arm up they said if we're gonna bleed let's bleed out and they're they're letting everyone get experience there's people that have never played college baseball before and raffo our coach is like yeah send them out there oh my gosh man honestly it's turned into the point where the other team gets to have batting practice during the game they're sending out their players that didn't ever think they would be playing. Right. And they're getting hits off of us. They're getting doubles. That is... You have first-hand experience watching this. Yeah, it's honestly sad. I would have never thought something more sad than Arkansas State football. Don't get me wrong. I am a huge Arkansas State sports fan. Like, I love going to the games. Yeah. But we're being brutally honest here. Yeah. Like, but... If you are putting in players who would never touch the field uh, unless you're unless they're destroying the other team, mm-hmm. if you make it to that point every game, that's not good that's at not all. Good. But to be fair, uh, we have played some good teams. Simo, um, I think, only has a couple of losses on the year, and the same with Southern Illinois. They're, How about Ole Miss? <laughs> okay, well, yeah, you know what? We don't talk about Ole Miss anymore because, honestly, we, we're we losing worse to these teams than we did to Ole Miss. That's true. Ah. That's not true. I, okay, we lost by 10 to Ole Miss. And that was because of rain. That was yeah. because of rain. And we're losing by 7 to Southern Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> the, and another thing, out of those other players besides Justin Medlin, um... They threw eight walks. Oh, it, our pitchers are all over the place. But to be fair, the other teams also issue a lot of walks. But <laughs> so against Simo, I'm fairly certain that every single person of the nine-man rotation for Simo was walked at least once. Oh my God, that's <laughs> and so in back-to-back games. That's at least nine walks in the first game. Eight walks in the second. Right. At bare minimum, I'm sure we actually had more than eight or the nine against Simo. It's it's that it's so weird because you would think now sometimes you walk you walk players because you know an an umpire the home plate umpire is not very good. You know yeah. sometimes that can happen. Well, if that happens, you adjust your strike zone. Yep. And start throwing towards the spots that he is calling strikes. This is also uh, last night's game. The ump would not call strikes. The, his his box was the size of a pea. Mm. Like if you didn't hit the exact spot, that's a ball. But mm. it was only that way for Arkansas State. He he had something against us. Paid, sure. paid. That's not true. Don't get me in trouble for that. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, what we're saying. Is I think I think when we played Old Miss, I was like, "Don't take it to heart." Take it to heart. Take it to heart now. <laughs> you can, to you heart. can take everything to heart now because 
What what's our record? Bad. That's I think that's all I need. I think we've won four games. It is we're four and seven right now. So it's not Oh, so we'll go like four and eighteen. <laughs> yeah, if we lose every single conference game and end up like Mississippi Valley State. I I know we uh I know I know we're like really crapping on him here. Um we're most of it is jokes yeah. kinda. We, um, we did win a weekend series um, before these two games against Illinois State. We we had a double header on Saturday, but um, but we won the series. Yeah, so, for for two of our four games. Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so basically, if I am if I am coach. What's his name? Coach Tommy Raffo or Tom Raffo, I think. If I am Raffo, I stop doing what I'm doing. <laughs> Raffo also like uh, I, I've I've seen a lot of a lot of things where people are very unhappy with Raffo. Obviously, I can imagine. But I don't know. I I think I think Raffo's been around a long time. That doesn't mean anything. That's this is true, but. Cause he thinks he hey, knows what he's take, doing. Cause uh, take Arkansas for example, uh, Arkansas basketball, had Mike Anderson around for a while. Nobody wanted to get rid of him because he was a good guy. Yeah. But just because you're a good guy does not mean you're, you're a good, good coach. You're a good coach. Yeah. So nothing like that should ever like stop you from trying to be better than you already are. Yeah. Especially when it comes down to like sports, because you can win money. You can get money for your school. Mm-hmm. You you can make an actual stadium, right we, now. All we, we have are, we are there are renovations and uh, in the works. Are there? We're actually getting like actual stands. Oh that wow! We aren't gonna fill. Yeah, that's that's good. I so guess. yeah, they're they're pumping money into it. I don't. I, I don't, don't know, know where they're, they're getting <laughs> this money from. I don't know if they're getting money out of it because <laughs> they're not gonna make any money off of this. There's actually been like. I could. Uh, there's probably been an average of twenty people at the games. I'm shaking my head right now because that's just. I've seen more people at Travelers games. Well, they're also professional. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna move on before we keep crapping on them. Uh, what's what's the word? Um. Um. The moral of the story is that take every baseball loss to heart at this point. Yeah, we've That's... got we've got a uh, Missouri State coming up. Uh, game one was already canceled because it's apparently like snowing and stuff. Whatever. Apparently, apparently. But so Sunday we're having a doubleheader at Missouri State. We'll right. be able to find out more later. Right. So before we talk about what I have next, I want to ask you a question. What's up? So there's this trend going around. Okay. <laughs> there's this trend going. Okay. Yep. Um, it's an, it's, it's a, it's a debate. Are there more wheels in the world or are there more doors in the world? I feel extremely passionate that there are more wheels. I think that there are more wheels. This is not really a debate for us. How do you think there are more doors? I, I literally can't. I, like, I can, these, the chairs we were sitting on have five wheels. Five wheels. Hot wheels. Have you seen the, the thing? Hot Wheels makes over 500 million cars a year, which is like 2 billion wheels and most of a those, year. And most of those do not have functional doors. Yeah, there are no doors on it. Those are wheels. They might be smaller wheels, but they are, they are they wheels. They are wheels. 
There are wheels. If you are on team doors, I'm sorry, you are wrong. This is what we are qualified in. Yeah. This is the only thing we will ever talk about that we were qualified to do. Even though we're not. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, we're going to move on. Um, <laughs> so, we're going to move on <coughs> to the other side of the state, once again, to talk about the SEC tournament. Um, Arkansas will be playing LSU. At the time of recording, we the LSU and Missouri game ended uh, a little bit ago. Yep. Um, LSU beat Missouri... 76 to 68. Didn't know I wrote that down. Yeah. Um, it, we we everybody kind of knew that that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, LSU was up by like 20, uh, and almost choked it there. Um, so Eric Musselman was on the um production, not the production team, the uh, <laughs> the uh panel uh during the game, and they asked him some questions, and he basically was just like, "We've been prepping for uh LSU since we landed in Tampa." Um. So there was really no doubt that um, that that Arkansas would be playing LSU. Uh, what you were saying was that you don't expect Arkansas to win. I am like I'm an Arkansas fan through and through. I if I was a betting man, I'm putting my money LSU. I because you were right when you brought it up. It's very hard to beat a team three times. It's so like the over the season, you know, if you play a team three times, that's crazy in itself. Right. But to not only play them three times but sweep it, that's crazy. And now Arkansas beat Arkansas won the regular season series 2-0. 65 to 58 and then a 77-76. That right there goes to prove that LSU found something that yeah. Arkansas was doing wrong. Yeah. Um, and what they and what LSU was doing wrong was not guarding JD Note like they should have been, uh, uh, it, like they should have been originally. Yeah. Um, so what I've figured out, um, JD Note will be locked up the entire game uh-huh. because LSU was the team who locked him up the yeah. best the entire year, and so they figured out that if you attack with two with two defenders, he can't do anything. So I would watch out for a lot of production out of Adis Tony mm-hmm. and a lot of production out of um, Stanley. Amude. Stanley. I was gonna say Emmanuel. Who was Emmanuel? <laughs> no. uh, Stanley Amude. Uh, so watch out for a lot of production. Uh, if Amude is in the corner, he's gonna hit that shot every time. I've learned. Um, now in that LSU uh, Arkansas game that was was a, that one point win for Arkansas. Uh, Williams, Jalen Williams fouled out with four minutes ago, I believe. Yeah. Um, I would look out for him not to foul out again. <laughs> um, because LSU learned that he 99% of the time is going to get the fouls. Yeah. And so they will not drive on him very rarely. They, they started the game by doing that. Yeah. And then they slowed down tremendously. Mm-hmm. And then eventually the referees overturned what they were saying and everything and started calling blocks on Williams a lot more. Um, but LSU, I think, is smart enough not to drive on Jalen Williams anymore Yeah. Uh, because they stopped doing it later on in the game. Uh, and so I would guess that Williams will stay in the game. Um, and I, th- I, I predict a high-scoring high scoring outing for him. I like 19, 20 points for him. I can get with that. I think like that's probably a pretty solid guess and if he does that arkansas can come out on top of that Mm -hmm. um now that's also if jd note can figure out how to score too so there's a lot of different factors for each team that would have to go into it 
then again, Eric Musselman and Will Wade are way more like knowledgeable on this stuff. So they're qualified. They are qualified. They are way more qualified than us to talk about this. Yeah. We're just putting in our input to just to any uh any of you fans out there that might not know as much as we might know. We don't know that much. We just kind of do our research. Um so so I would guess a close game. I'm going to I want to put out a a guess here. And I'm going to go I'm going to personally take Arkansas side. Yeah. As because I am a fan and I think they they can do it. I'm going to go 64 to 61 Arkansas. I think I'm taking 74 70 LSU. So higher scoring. Yeah, I think it'll I think I think some buckets will be made. I think 64 The only reason I say lower is because JD is really the only major three-point shooter in Arkansas. Um other than Amude who do, but he doesn't really shoot when he wants to. He he finds stuff in the paint. Um, and they had, didn't LSU have like a really good shooting game last, last outing? I think they just had a out, like out of the ordinary shooting game. I think so. I don't know. So that's, that's why I'm, that's why I'm gonna say a lower scoring game than, uh, last time. Um, but yeah, it'll definitely be a a really close game. What time is that game? It is at one o'clock. So if you happen to be listening, listening before that game, um, certainly go out go watch that game um we'll be able to talk about that next week um so it's gonna be a close game and ncaa march madness is coming up very quickly um arkansas is currently a four seed and will three i i think i saw four but i don't know i mean it's ever it's ever changing right now yeah um and so i mean there have already been some crazy endings to games in the in uh, the league tournaments, yeah. so it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good March Madness, mm-hmm. and I'm really happy that uh, Loyola Chicago is back in. They're yeah. one of my they're some of my they're one of my favorite prince, uh, princess stories, <laughs> Cinderella stories um, in March Madness history personally. Yeah, because they they're always super fun to watch. So uh, when March Madness comes around, we will talk as much about it as we can. We're skipping a week for uh, spring break and give us and gives ourselves a break, but. Um, once we come back, we will be able to talk a lot about March Madness. Yeah. So, uh, because next week, I don't think it will be, uh, the, I think the picks will be out. I think, yeah, yeah I think, because it's Selection Sunday on Sunday. Uh, so we'll be able to talk about the selections on uh, on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, or next episode, I guess. Um, but yeah, we're going to move on from basketball. Um, I'm trying to kind of keep a good pace here, um, but also not really. Um <laughs> So, as we talked about last episode, um, the MLB was in a lockout. Now, if you don't know what a lockout is, that is basically uh, any any company can do it. Uh, well, you don't really want to, but it's basically when your employees and your management slash bosses uh, go on a hiatus uh, to try and learn some more about every or, or, or to, uh, to work out deals. I, I don't know what I'm saying here. Um, to work out better deals uh, that work better for the employees and management. Most of the time, it's the employees that go to management about this. Yeah. So in this case, it is the players. Uh, it's the Player Baseball Association, um, and against the MLB as a as a company. Um, the entire the entire thing was over the economics of baseball. There were a few other things. 
Um, so I'm going to give a little bit of a rundown as to uh, what the deal ended up being. Uh, it ended after 99 days. I had no idea it went on that long. Um, so minimum salaries for players with less than three years of play under their belt. Uh, their minimum salary will go from $570,500 to $700,000 um, and with the possibility of getting up to $780,000. Uh, and then, and then a bonus pool of worth fifty million uh, will be distributed to the players who haven't made it to that five hundred seventy thousand already. Um, I believe, or or who haven't, it, it's either the old one or the new one. Um, it will be distributed out evenly to uh, those players who have not reached a certain um, a certain uh, point to it. So. Uh, even though that was uh, the economics of everything were front and center, there were some other things that were kind of crazy. Um, so there are going to be forty-five days to implement all the new rules, all the new, um, all the new ideas. Uh, there's going to be a pitch clock. Now, if you guys don't know baseball, that is a big deal. Mm-hmm. I, I'd imagine going to college baseball games, you notice this. Do they have a pitch clock? I don't think so. Okay. Well, I know the min- I know minor leagues do already. And I only know that because going to Travelers games, there's a clock out in, I guess that's right center. There is. There is. I do know about Yeah, that. you know what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so there is a pitch clock in the minor leagues. There has never been a pitch clock in um, the MLB, though. And so basically what that does is that shortens game lengths. And games can go on for hours. So long. They're, they are incredibly long. So it's um, so that that is a big deal. One one of the things that like caught my eye immediately was that the National League will be doing designated hitters now instead of pitchers hitting. So I basically just said it out loud. If you don't know what a designated hitter is, it's it's a it's a hitter that does not play in the field um, and hits for the pitcher every time. It's not like a pinch hitter where like the um, where like the pitcher can't pitch after being pinch hit for. Yeah. Um, designated hitters are in his spot at all times. Um, and designated hitters can hit at any spot, not just nine. Uh, they can hit from one to nine, uh, depending on the team. Mm-hmm. So that is a big deal. The American League has always had it. National League has never had it. It did at the very beginning of its of its um, of its uh, history, but it didn't keep it for long. The Ameri- that that's a big reason the American League and National League are two separate things because the American League wanted designated hitters, National League did not, mm-hmm. so they split up, became two separate um, entities. Um, and then an- another big thing, there's a draft lottery, which that's kind of a big deal. Because mm-hmm. um, how many, there are like a bunch of rounds. Like there are, oh, there's so many. There are a lot of draft rounds for uh, the MLB. And so um, a lot of times, it, the MLB has been accused of having teams tank for higher picks. Yeah. And so doing doing a draft lottery uh, will discourage tanking. Now, if you don't know what a draft lottery is, is there a good way to explain this? I guess it's like, I don't know how many teams will be in that, but like there will be a certain amount of teams who are put into a drawing, yeah. and and whoever's picked first will have the first pick, second, second pick, and so on and so forth. Uh, the NBA does that. Does the NFL have that? Uh, I want to say no, because they go by the records, because um, they're the memes that are... Uh, even the Detroit Lions are bad at tanking. Oh yeah, that's yeah. So uh, draft lotteries are intended and intended intended to discourage tanking, which is a is which is a great thing. It makes the game more competitive. 
Um, because if you're tanking, you're wanting to lose. So, so it's Arkansas State is tanking. Arkansas State is tanking. Who were, are we tanking for? I don't know. I don't know. We'll never know. Um, <laughs> so, and then another major one was that uh, they have now limited. They're going to be limiting the amount of times a player can be sent to the minor leagues, which that is a big deal. Um, yep. Basically, there are teams who send players to the minor leagues way more than they ever should be. I mean, I remember one player a while back sent to the minor leagues like six times in one year, and that is a lot. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, and that means that they are losing money because if you're sent, you get that contract um, in the minors. You don't get you don't get the one you were given in um, in the majors. Yeah. And so, I, it doesn't say it doesn't say how many times a player can be sent to the minor leagues uh, in the new in the new rules. Um, I'm sure that'll come out eventually. Uh, so that's a big deal. Um, so with the end of the lockout, there are more there are more rules and um, implementations that they did, but um, and more additions that uh, that they added. But um, that's the major points, ones that people will notice. With the end of the lockout, free agency and trading can officially begin because with the lockout, the lockout means you can't do anything baseball related in this case. So um, it's a it's a big deal, and there's only a couple weeks to do so because the baseball season starts first week of April or second week of April, one of the two. So that is less than a month to do so. Yeah. And so, um, so some major names in free agency that will probably be moving on: Carlos Correa uh, from the Astros, Freddie Freeman from the Braves. Trevor Story, forget who he is, plays for. Clayton Kershaw in L.A. Well, there are two L.A. teams. The Dodgers. Uh, Chris Bryant, who played for—he didn't play for the—he didn't play for the Cubs uh, recently. I think he played for the Padres. Um, and then there will be a lot of other big names in uh, free agency. So if you if you care anything about the MLB, certainly watch out free agency. Uh, because there are already an incredible amount of talks among teams and players with everything being passed the day we are recording, which is Thursday, March 10th. Um, there have already been an incredible amount of uh, talks. Now, this is the part I've been waiting to talk about, personally. Um, the NFL is going crazy right now. Let's go. And I'm going to let you start this. You don't have to go by the thing. If you want to say your own things, yeah. go for it. But I, wa I want you to start this here. Yeah, well, um, quarterbacks are on the move for sure. There have been multiple trades. Um, uh, I guess the biggest one that kind of started things, uh, Aaron Rodgers re-signed with the Packers after the whole debacle. Who who knows what Aaron Whatever Rodgers that was, was thinking. Whatever that was. Um, but... One of the bigger ones, um, Russell Wilson got out of Seattle. The Seattle fans are now poverty. Poverty. Um, but Russell Wilson went to Denver for Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, two first-round picks, uh, two second-round picks, and a fifth-round pick, which is crazy. I mean, for that is for one player. There is, yeah. There's a Russ. It's Russell Wilson and like one pick, yeah, or something. Um, the Washington Commanders sounds weird to say. Yeah. Um, but they got Carson Wentz for 
I, I don't remember I don't even what, know what it was. I, I, I didn't really look into that one much. Yeah. Um, if you don't know, uh, the Commanders, who were recently or were formerly known as the Washington Redskins and then the Washington football team, yep. uh, have gone through five quarterbacks in five seasons. Yeah. That is unheard of. Which I think is actually the same thing for the Colts. Really? Yeah. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But the Commanders have gone through five as well. Yeah. And uh, Adam Schefter, when he announced this trade, I remember this um, because I actually cringed at it. Uh, he he said uh, that Carson Wentz would now be going by Commander Carson. And it was the – the everyone was roasting him. I, I would <laughs> roast him personally. Um, it was awful. But uh, Khalil Mack happened today. Yeah. Actually, he's going to the Chargers – for a 2022 second and a 2023 sixth, and that's it. Now, okay, so I was talking to uh, Andrew, who is the who is my old co-host. Um, he was saying that that was that was a good deal, like and for both teams. Honestly, it kind of is. Khalil Mack is. I didn't realize how old he was. He is getting pretty old. He's been injured the last two seasons, I think. Um, and, you know, he's kind of becoming a liability, but at the end of the day, he's still Khalil Mack. Yeah, He's exactly. still going to make plays. So Him University. I, I think the Chargers here, I mean, with Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa on defense, yeah. that's going to be crazy. That's a really good pa- – that's really good pass rushing. And those, those two picks, I mean, they're not even from the same year. Yeah. So they're only losing their second this year. And they're, what was it, fifth next year. So, I mean, I I personally think that the Chargers won the trade because they're getting a defensive threat in yeah. Khalil Mack if he can stay healthy for at least one year. Yeah. I So, I want to go back to the Russell Wilson one. Yes. Um. It's really hard to tell who won um, because, obviously, the Broncos are getting a very good veteran quarterback. Yeah. A very good veteran quarterback. He's very good in the first half of the season. Yep. Um, <laughs> which is better for the Broncos than normal. So, um, But then, like, then the Seahawks got Noah Fant, who is a very good tight end. But they also got Drew Locke, and I think that's their starting quarterback now. And that's what's... <laughs> That's what's so weird. Like, it's Steve Carell. No, not Steve Carell. Um, <laughs> um, what's what's the what's the um Seahawks head coach? Oh, what is his name? Not all I can think of is Steve. Steve Carell. Yeah, all I can think of is Steve Carell. Um, Pete. Is his name Pete, Pete? Carroll? Pete, Pete Carroll. That's there what it is. is. How I got Steve Carell, I don't know. Carroll. Carroll. I guess. Um. So a big thing was that uh, a big thing for me is that um, he is a very good coach. I think he can create Drew Locke into something more than what he already is. Um, then again, Russell Wilson also just had pure skill. He's that guy. He is He is him. So uh, it's going to be it's gonna be interesting to see how the Seahawks handle all that. Yeah. Uh, the Broncos will be fine. Because uh, he, he now has... Um, because now Wilson has, what is it? He has 
not Teddy Bridgewater, but um, because that's his backup, that's his backup quarterback. Um, he has what's the two wide receivers? No, the one wide receiver. Um, super crazy. I actually picked him in. Um, I actually picked him in. Oh for, my god, for Denver. Yeah, for Denver. Um, what's his name? Is it Emmanuel Sanders? No, 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 no. Jerry Judy. Jerry That's Judy. What it is. That's what it is. Um, and then, and then Melvin Gordon as a running back. You know, obviously, whatever. Um, but it is that is a really good. That is a really really good um, wide receiving core for Russell Wilson. I mean, he had a really good wide receiving core. In my thing is, my thing is, I think that, um, well, man, all the wide receivers are leaving in my mind today. Uh, Seattle wide receiver. DK Metcalf. Yeah. I uh, think Tyler Lockett as well. Tyler Lockett is really good. I think this year, this coming up year, will be a defining year for DK Metcalf. I think if I'm an NFL GM, right, put me in that position. Right. I am making the phone call to Seattle to see what it would take to get DK because if they just if they just sent Russell Wilson out the door DK's got to be an option for some he's got a price just not publicly yeah he's yeah. got a price i would agree but my thing is is i would wait a year i would personally wait a year if i'm if i am a opposing gm i would be waiting a year to see if he is that good of a wide receiver or if he was a that good of a wide receiver because of his quarterback but is he going to be a good wide receiver if Drew Locke is throwing to him? That's true. So he could have an off year. But you but also it, have to remember, Drew Locke is coming with Noah Fant, who is one of his number one, um, one of his number one options. Yeah, which just means DK statistically will probably have a down year from this year. Right. So I think either, any way you look at it, DK's numbers are probably going to be worse. Right. This year or this next year. So, basically, two teams to watch are the Broncos and the Seahawks, just <laughs> yeah. to see how it all how it all goes down. Um, because both teams probably got what they wanted out of this, yeah. even even if they even though the Seahawks did give up a good amount of stuff, uh, I think they got definitely what they wanted uh, out of it. I guarantee you, Noah Fant was the headliner. For oh them. yeah. Like, 100%. Yeah. I think Shelby Harris is also pretty good. Yeah, Shelby Harris is a really good defensive uh, lineman. Lineman, yeah. Um, so, do watch out for that, for that, whatever that was. Another big thing that has been going around in the NFL, Calvin Ridley was suspended for a year. That's so bad. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so, if you guys don't know what happened there, uh, so, I didn't know this. This was actually really, like, I found this out today. Uh, he was traded to the Eagles originally, and then the Falcons said that they couldn't do it, but wow. but never said why. Hmm. Well, now everybody knows it's because he had been gambling, and the NFL hadn't gone public with it yet. Gotcha. So, if you guys, I guess I didn't add, Ridley got suspended because he gambled while he was not playing in games and while he was playing in games apparently yeah. um and but that not is not in games that he was playing in yeah not in games he was playing in but in the, in the in the nfl's mind that is a sin um <laughs> that's bad that is very bad because you could say oh well he's gonna bet like how am i supposed to prove that he didn't or how is he supposed to prove that he didn't bet on games he was playing in and and so it goes to show like Oh yeah. Um, 
what's his name? Uh, Calvin Ridley won't get more than a hundred yards uh, in one game, and so then he can. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the uh, the under on that, and then he can throw. He, he, he can absolutely give up in this game yeah. and give himself money, basically. That is that is the big thing for the NFL. Now, I doubt he did that because yeah. Calvin really is a competitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is very outspoken when it comes to being in, like when he's in game. So I doubt he is he did that. But, you know, it's it's we, we are not Calvin Ridley. So we can't say much. Um, he was out most of the year. Uh, with dealing with personal issues, mm-hmm. um, mental health was the major was the major personal issue that he was uh, that he quoted to be uh, his reasoning for being out. Um, so that's a big loss for the Falcons, especially since they're about to probably re-sign Matt Ryan for a good amount. Um, Matt Ryan's so old; he is very old. Um, and you know what I just thought about? That reminded me. Um, Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo is now a free agent. I have never been a believer in in Jimmy Garoppolo ever. Uh, I don't think he's as good as people want to make him out to be. Um, but what I will say is that I guarantee you that the Indianapolis Colts will sign him. I also think you know the Seahawks might might try to take a stab at him. I could see that and just steal him and. Use Drew Locke somewhere else. Trade him somewhere else. Maybe leave Drew Locke on the bench. Does he have to be a quarterback somewhere? I mean, I guess not. <laughs> um, but Jimmy Garoppolo, I think that if he leaves San Francisco, which it is very, very possible that he does, yeah, um, that it is going to be a statement year for him because a lot of people have chalked it up to well, he's a system quarterback. Then again. That's what they said about Tom Brady. No. And Tom Brady won a ring in one year. Yep. So, uh, of after leaving said system. So, it's going to be... I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> I, hope on Jim, I, I hope Jimmy Garoppolo does not do good wherever he goes. Wow. Just so I can be right. <laughs> like... like I don't want to be mean, but I want to be right is, is my thing. Um, he's better than me. Don't put me one-on-one with him. Um, anyway, so I think that's really all the major news that has come out today, or uh, as of this week. I think so. Let me look at anything. I don't think anything has come out since. Yeah, nothing else has come out. Um, but we will keep a close eye on the NFL and its trade deadline. Um so we're going to move on to NBA, as we always do. NBA is normally always our uh, ender here. Um, if we come up with something, we'll... we'll uh... Oh, I want to go out on a limb and say that Gronk is signing... Because he's a free agent now. Right. He's. I, I'm going to say he's signing to the Bengals. Really? Yeah. Why? So, no more Tom Brady in the league. Right. He's not staying in Tampa Bay. Oh, no. He only went to Tampa Bay because Tom was there. Yeah. And so, he said publicly that he would like for Joe Burrow to be his quarterback. Because he's also said publicly that he doesn't want any other person to throw to him other than Tom Brady. Right. And so, everyone was like, yeah, he's going to retire, whatever. Gronk says he's going to stay another year. Somebody else is going to have to throw him the ball. He's publicly said, Joe Burrow, 
if I was a betting man, putting money on it. Huh. I've never heard that. I didn't know that was a thing. I'm putting money on it. That would be dangerous. Gronk to the Bengals with uh, CJ. I, I forgot his last name. Uh, uh, the tight end for the the Bengals. I, I I don't know how to say his last I don't name, either, but he's he's nice. Yeah. But I mean, with with Gronk as one, him as two, that tight end court and, is crazy. And a lot of people can be like, "Oh yeah, uh, Gronk is really old." There's nothing in his brain, dude. Doesn't There's nothing matter. in his head. So he, I promise, he does not care. He is, he will be f- perfectly fine. Eat, sleep, play football, party, repeat. Always, always. <laughs> I mean, he literally was it him? No, it was it was Brady who threw the uh, the uh, trophy. Yes, but it was him who caught it. Yeah, it was Gronk who caught it. Yeah, that is, yeah, he'll be fine. And that is another thing. Joe Burrow, you know he's a party man. Oh, I guarantee it. It's just not like not party man. Not when publicly. we say when we say party man, we don't mean like Johnny Manziel party. <laughs> but <laughs> but we mean he is like he is one of those guys like if you're around him, you want to just like you want to party. Like he yeah. cuz he's he just has that personality. Mm-hmm. Him and Gronk together would be absolutely wild. It would be electric. Yeah. So that's not a bad that's not a bad take. I that is not a bad bet at all. That's my take. Um, all right. Well, that's a that's one way to segue. Well, we're gonna segue to the <laughs> NBA now. Um, so the playoffs are just around the corner. Um, I believe there are roughly thirteen games left for most teams. Somewhere around there. Um, so we'll start with the West. The Suns have already clinched a playoff spot. They are the only team to do so uh, officially. Bang. Um, the Grizzlies and Warriors are a very cl- are very close in, in the second seed. Gr- the Grizzlies are above the Warriors, but it's only because they only have one more win. Um, the rest of the seeds don't really matter right now, yeah. uh, except for the uh, play-in teams. So yes. I did not know that the Clippers and Pelicans, I didn't know the Clippers were doing as bad as they are, and I didn't know the Pelicans were doing as good as they are. So it's going to be the Timberwolves, Clippers, Lakers, and Pelicans who will most likely be in the play-in. Yeah. The, the the teams after that really don't have a chance uh, to make it up. Um, let, let, let's hear how you think. Lakers look the worst out of those four teams. Yeah. And the Wolves look the best. Now, the Wolves, obviously, like they're the highest seed out of all of them, so that's kind of an easy take. Yeah. But the Lakers, to me, look the worst. Yeah. And I, I might even go out on a limb and say – the Pelicans could be better than the Timberwolves. I think they're very close. With CJ McCollum, I can see that. CJ and Zion apparently is getting close to coming back. I, I, I've heard that he could be back for playing. Yeah. And so with Zion back, it's either going to mess with chemistry or, or it's going to make it amazing. It's going to be electric. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see, we'll see about that. Um, the Lakers, though? What what is there to say about them that hasn't already been said? Yeah, like number one, LeBron. Why did you not take that layup? You had a wide open layup on the side, and you pass it out to Carmelo Anthony, who clanked. <laughs> Melo for three. Now it was tied. No, it was they were up by they were losing by one, Ugh. so any shot would have would have won the game, and then. And then Russell Westbrook, number one, I feel bad for Westbrook. I love Westbrook in this so much. in this sense, 
a lot of people are starting to threaten him as a person. Yeah, that's not. Like, I understand that he's not doing great where he is. Yeah. But to threaten him and his family, his children, his wife, mm-hmm. um, so much so that his family won't show up to games anymore. Yeah. To home games at that. Yeah. That is a little over the top because Russell Westbrook is still a very good player. To me, he just doesn't fit. Yeah. Like, Honestly, where he is, he's, he does not fit yeah. at all. I think if I'm Westbrook, if I'm not leaving the Lakers in this next upcoming uh, offseason, I retire. To protect his legacy, he should retire. Because he is one of the best players to touch the court in a very long time. Yeah, and I say 20- that because, what, he had... Was it two or three years averaging a triple double? Yeah, three years straight. Averaging now, a if you don't know how big of a deal that is, the first person to ever average a triple double was Oscar Robinson. Oscar Robinson, and he did it big once. O. He did it once in yeah. what? The, some old year. Yeah, some super like super long ago, like sixty plus years ago. I don't maybe think not that, that long, far because he like is the eighties, like the eighties or nineties, yeah. probably the eighties. Now that is a completely different. Time period. Yeah. But Russell Westbrook did it three years in a row. Yeah. And has the most triple doubles of any person to ever touch a basketball. Yeah. That is a big deal. So I could probably, I could see that. Retiring to protect his image. Because if he were, I mean, he he's a Hall of Famer already. But the thing is, is that, I don't know. He is very, like, if he were to continue playing, he will be hated more and more. Yeah. If he doesn't go to the right spot. Yeah. And who knows what the right spot is. Because I would have said the Thunder at the beginning of the year, but with what they're doing, with what they have... They're so crazy. Yeah, he can't... I mean, relatively speaking, like, the players are crazy. They just... They're, just... they're still they're still working at the Kinks there. Um, they don't have any size. Yeah, but, like, Westbrook wouldn't fit in Oklahoma City anymore. Yeah. So, I don't know where Westbrook goes... Um, I hope for the best for him because he is a he is a legend. Yeah. Just for just as how good of a point guard he is, how explosive and athletic of a point guard he is, he like really set the standard besides D Rose for at like athletic yeah uh, point guards because now we're seeing it in John Morant. Westbrook walked so Jaw could run. True, very true. <laughs> um, but you know, Westbrook. If if he if he doesn't already know what he's gonna do after this season, he's gonna be real. He's really close to it. Yeah, because I don't think the Lakers is the move for him. No, no, and I think LeBron, the GM, knows that. Yeah, and and I think I know there have been a lot of pictures that have come out about him and uh, LeBron like not dapping up or anything. But mm-hmm. I think that's a little blown out of proportion because yeah. I think LeBron loves Westbrook as a player. I don't yeah. know why. That's just a feeling I get. It's just like, he or, just doesn't fit in that system at all. Maybe he loves him as a person, but not as a player. <laughs> That's fair. That's very fair. Um, so, as I said, I'm going to I'm gonna backtrack here. Um, so, Suns are number one, probably. Yeah. Uh, Grizzlies and Warriors, probably two and three. And then Timberwolves, Clippers, Lakers, and Pelicans are the four play-in teams. Yeah. That's crazy to think about the Grizzlies because even like last year, 
The Grizzlies were nothing like what they were this year. They were a playing spot at best. Yeah, and now fighting for the two seed yeah. is ridiculous. I think they're I think they are the two seed right now. Yeah. And they're like eight and a half games back or something. Yeah. Which is a big number, but like Yeah, that's to the the Suns, Suns who are yeah. absolutely incredible right now. Yeah. And I think the Warriors are like nine and a half games back. So yeah. one game back from the Grizzlies. It will probably end up being the Grizzlies uh, if the Warriors continue playing how they've been playing. Yeah. Um, but they, the Grizzlies are, um, are really creating a name for themselves. Yeah. Um, like, like, and they, they are going to be a force. Mm-hmm. Like one hundred percent. Any team that has to play them, I feel bad for because that because any game, any like seven game series that the Grizzlies make it into, they can make it a seven game series every yeah. time. Mm-hmm. If if they don't blow them out of the water, yeah. So, any I'm gonna be watching any series that the Grizzlies are in. Yeah. Um, so then we'll jump over to the East. Uh, top three seeds are the Heat, Bucks, and Sixers. Right now, the Bucks are above the Sixers, but I don't, I don't think that'll last very long. Are the Heat number one? Mm-hmm. Right now, at, <laughs> I haven't looked at the East at all. <laughs> yeah, at the time of at the time we're recording this, the Heat are number one. Wow. Uh, the Bucks are number two, and the Sixers are number three. But I don't think the Bucks will stay number two. I think they'll drop to three because the Sixers are on a roll with Harden right now. Mm-hmm. So the Sixers will probably jump to that two spot, and the Bucks will probably stay at the three, and that will probably be the top three. Um, and then the playing the the four playing teams for the East are the Raptors, Nets, which that is wild. Yeah, that they're playing the Hornets and Hawks. Lamelo. Now we're gonna. Oh. I'm gonna do the same thing that you just said. I would have never guessed that the Hornets would be as good as they are right now. Yeah. Now, I know they're a playing spot, but the East is very competitive. Yeah. So, and the, and the Nets are above 500. The Raptors are above 500. I think out of all four of those teams, the only team that is not above 500 is the Hawks. Which is crazy as well. And so, <laughs> like, the Hornets are not a bad team at all. Mm-mm. And so... They've got some young stars. Yeah, like, that, like... The Hornets, I think, are the most surprising team to me in the East. Yeah. Uh, everybody kind of expected the Bucks to be where they are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody really expected the Heat. Don't get, but um, it's going to be exciting. The more I think about it, mm-hmm. because it could be Heat and Bucks. Could. I could see the Heat and Bucks playing in um, playing in the Eastern Conference Finals. Because that, because if it ends up being like that, then they'll be on opposite sides of a bracket. Yeah. So they could easily, it could easily be the Heat and Bucks. Um, and then, yeah, so I would, the, the East to me will be a better, um, overall, uh, playoff. Yeah. Um, I think the West will have the best, um, um, conference finals probably if I were to guess. Yeah. Um, man, I'm just realizing we're about to hit an hour, (laughs) but, uh, I mean, there was just, there's been so much to talk about, um, so we're gonna I'm I'm gonna start wrapping it up here. Um so we'll talk a little bit more about Arkansas State football um in the coming weeks as transfer transfer portal will con- will start to close um all all of those things. Yep. Um remember, as we said, take every loss that baseball has to heart. <laughs> take it with no grains of salt, just <laughs> just cry about it in bed. Cry every night. Um but um Always, I mean, we hope, we hope, we hope that Norchad will stay. I mean, I doubt it's going to happen. 
I, at this rate. I really, I really don't think he's dead. But if I were, if I were nor, nor Chad, wow, yeah, I would, Chad. I would leave. Uh, but if he stays, I'll be at every home game. Um, the MLB ended their lockout after 99 days, which is a big deal. Um, so baseball is back, baby. Uh, sports. That's ex- <laughs> that's exciting. Uh, Russell Wilson is a Denver Bronco. Khalil Mack is a Charger. Aaron Rodgers is still a Packer. The Commanders have gotten Carson Wentz, Commander and Calvin Carson. Ridley does not exist in the NFL right now. So Thanos said Thanos just snapped, <laughs> snapped Calvin Ridley out of existence. Um, that is going. Oh, we didn't do unqualified E of the week. E, Ooh. but who would it be? <laughs> Calvin Ridley. Or, um, what is the commissioner's name? Of the... Roger Goodell. Roger, Roger Goodell. Goodell is the unqualified E. Because well, explain to me, explain to me, explain to me this. I, one year for gambling, okay? Yeah. yeah. Now, would Calvin Ridley get a one-year suspension if he did some, like, illegal stuff? Like, honestly, actually illegal stuff? Honestly, like, maybe a game. <laughs> like, and maybe a, a game. And a fine. <laughs> A explain little, to me how this slap is, on the wrist. explain to me how this is a year how is it a year a year and yeah. i've always thought roger goodell has handled this these situations horribly yeah he is i he is the unqualified of the week i'm sticking by it he calvin ridley bets a thousand five hundred dollars and loses a year's worth of pay yep just because he gambled a little bit of money that ex, you know what no i'm ending it i'm no I, I'm going to get mad if I keep going. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, um, once again, my name is Will Stafford. Uh, this has been Unqualified. Make sure you tune in next week. Um, we will be talking about uh, S- Selection Sunday for March Madness. We will be talking about God knows what with Arkansas State Baseball. Um, so maybe maybe we'll hear more about Norchad by next week. Um, next week will be our last one. Uh, we're going to take a week hiatus, and then we'll be back. So not our last one, but it'll be our last one for about a week. Um, and then I think that's it. Not sure what else is going to come out. Yeah. Because um, right now everything's wild. There could be a lot more trades, a lot more uh, a lot more signs for uh, Jimmy Garoppolo might sign by next week. You never know. Maybe. So uh, anyway, this is Unqualified. My name is Will. My co-host is Austin. And we will see you next week on Unqualified. Peace. Thank you.